Hello, 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 and welcome back to Formula E Byte, the podcast that brings you Formula E updates in bite-sized chunks. Now, for this episode, we have the preview of the Diraya E Prix, which is a double header on Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th of January. I'm really looking forward to this one. Diraya is the historic district of Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia, and it is a UNESCO heritage site. And as a backdrop for the race, it looks spectacular. You know I go on and on and on and on about backdrops and settings for races, but visually, this is one of my favourites. I love history, I love medieval history, and to see these very modern, very futuristic looking cars racing past ancient walls and buildings I think it's incredible so yeah visually the setting and background for this race is one of my favorites I really really like the races that we have here I think it's is a great setting great location and it's a night race as well and the way uh, the background the backdrop the buildings is, is all lit up uh, with the lighting that they use, as well as the lights on the cars as they go round the circuit, it looks really good. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward, as always, to these upcoming Epri in Saudi Arabia. I think it's going to be really great. Now, the circuit itself is 2.495 kilometers in length and has a series of, a great series of turns. Formula E refer to it, this section, as a bobsleigh run style section of the track. And uh, it's pretty, pretty accurate. It's, it's good fun. It's a fun track in a really cool location. And this weekend will be the 8th and 9th Epri held in the Saudi capital. And I think that's significant. We, we've spoken a lot on earlier podcasts, uh, probably... Right back in the first the first season we covered with Formula E Byte about the way in which Formula E is involved in the development of electric vehicle technology moving forward or the way it could be or perhaps the concerns that it might not be with, with manufacturers pulling out um, like Audi, like Mercedes. But Saudi Arabia have uh, recently purchase for its sovereign investment fund. 61% of Lucid Motors, they plan to open up manufacturing in the kingdom, as well as launching their own car brand, electric vehicle brand called Sear. There's talk of uh, one of the uh, oil and gas company, Aramco, actually being involved in a joint venture with Renault and Geely to produce hybrid and low carbon motors. So look, for a region that I think it's fair to say has been known in recent history for its oil production. To be moving this way is, is a positive, and I like to think that Formula E has maybe been a platform for this or has, has played a role. So, look, positive news, positive news. And as I say, this, is, this will be the eighth and ninth time that Formula E has held a race in the Saudi capital. And we saw Mortara win the second race, last year in 2022. Degrassi was on the podium, uh, as was Frines. 
Bird has won here before, as has Da Costa. Fern, as as you'd expect with with most locations and most circuits, Fern has been on the podium. And as has Dennis and Evans as well, and Lotterer, in fact. There's a lot of drivers who are going to be competing this weekend who have had success here. So with that in mind, it's time for the podium prediction, which is, of course, as you know by now, the part of the show where I predict three drivers that will be, well, I think will be on the podium at some point over the weekend. So I'll pick three. There's two races this weekend, so hopefully I'll have a better chance, but you never know when I do these. But I'm going to go for Degrassi as my first prediction. He was really good in the opening race, and he has had podium finishes here before. And the second pick, I'm going to go for Hughes in the McLaren. He also impressed in the opening race. And McLaren, they're sponsored by and have a partnership with Neom, which is the Saudi company, organization, um, responsible for building and constructing huge, huge mega projects near the Red Sea. So with this race in Saudi Arabia, feels like an element of fate to it, perhaps, for McLaren to get their first podium in Formula E, their f- the first Formula E podium for Hughes as well in only his second or potentially third, depending on which day, E pre of his career with their Saudi sponsorship in their home E-Prix. Uh, you know, I can see it happening. And thirdly, I'm going to go for Mitch Evans. He placed third here in 2021, and he's a solid driver. So my picks for drivers I think will be on the podium at some point this weekend, Degrassi, Hughes, and Evans. And if you would like to send in a podium prediction, please do. You can email show.formulaebyte at gmail.com Now a note for this weekend we have Kelvin van der Linde standing in for Robin Frines as Frines recovers from the injury he sustained in the opening E-Pre so not sure exactly how long Frines will be out for but we'll have van der Linde standing in for the foreseeable Now, let's have a a quick recap of the top 10 going into this weekend. After just the one Epri so far, here's what it looks like. In 10th place, we have Van Dorn. 9th is Cassidy. 8th, Evans. 7th, Da Costa. 6th, Buemi. 5th, Hughes. 4th, Lotterer. 3rd, Degrassi. 2nd, Verline. And current leader Jake Dennis. So that wraps up the preview ahead of this weekend. As always I will leave in the show notes, the episode description, a link to Formula E's website that tells you where you can watch the racing wherever you are, just set it to your region. And in the meantime make sure you are subscribed or following Formula E Byte wherever you listen to your podcast so that you can listen to the next episode as soon as it comes out which will be a roundup and review of the races this weekend. 
So until then, goodbye.